0: Alongside Joe Giglio, I'm Joe Ovias. Dennis Cox is the producer of this program. College football playoff rankings, initial ones came out last night. Ultimately meaningless. Coaches will even tell you it's meaningless. However, you can pick up on the framework of what the college football playoff committee is trying to establish for the rest of the year. We'll get into that. Let's log on to the internet, shall we? what's trending brought to you by geico you got a choice of ways that you can save on car insurance call 1-800-947-AUTO go online at geico.com or stop by the geico office nearest you let's get it
1: the acc legends class has been announced for 2022 joe oh, i love these it's in charlotte so that's exciting mm-hmm. it happens before the acc championship game makes sense sure Ooh. luke Kickley. Boston College linebacker, All-ACC. He he actually played in the ACC. Actually played in the ACC. They're in Charlotte. All these things make all kinds of sense. Yeah. Uh, Devin Edwards from Duke. You remember he scored three Mm -hmm. touchdowns in a game against NC State back in 2013. Helped the Blue Devils win the Coastal Division. Wild game, man. Unbelievable. But we get to NC State's entry. Okay. And, well, it's a little bit curious. David, David Amerson.
0: Whoa whoa, 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 Is the selection. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: State's legend.
0: Well, he's a legend. For sure. But just not sure. the way that the ACC might usually construct their legends
1: class. Maybe just maybe they just want to focus on the 2011 season when he had uh, 13 interceptions. Okay. Then an ACC record. For, so, those,
0: for those who don't, either you weren't around for it too young Okay, or maybe you just decided to block it from memory altogether. Yeah, he had an incredible... Amazing in 2011. Incredible season. Mm-hmm. That leads to a level of hype for a Chick-fil-A kickoff classic against Tennessee. Now, that that kickoff classic against Tennessee is famous, famous for two not reasons. Go well. It's famous for two it's reasons. Not go well. One, there was a better game they moved it off of. Okay, because remember, that was supposed to be the Saturday game. Right. They moved it to a Friday night, and NC State fans were like, What? So they were screwed there. So the the crowd for that game wasn't great. Right. Then the game starts, and David Emerson was so bad in this game that people started to wonder if he was shaving. Correct point shaving. Correct. And it Cordarello
1: Patterson was outstanding Just in that game. Destroyed And, him. and, and people will think, oh well, that's not so bad, Cordarella Patterson. No, 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 no. This was the the random white receiver who played for Tennessee who smoked them twice, and you're like, wait, wait a minute, what is happening? Right
0: but NC State fans, I feel like this is when it gets into hipster sports fan mode. They're like, oh, you know the obvious one, like you know the hits, like the Tennessee one was a high profile. That's all oh, you know the yeah. hits. You know all the hits. Can you name me five Japanese exclusive EPs that came from David Emerson? And that would be the Miami, the Miami game. game
1: where Stephen Morris set an ACC record <laughs> for passing yards in a game. With 566, all five of his touchdowns in that game, Amerson was on the wrong side of. There was also a very curious offsides penalty Uh on a field goal attempt. That was the one that always raised my eyebrows
0: now there's the fake amerson island which everybody had residents on and then there's the actual actual island. revis island revis, island revis
1: also from Pitt, mm-hmm. part of this class and michael vick from virginia tech so a lot of big names in there just put just, some respect just, on rookie Prol's name just a couple of uh curious ones
0: panther That's legend all. ricky Proll. next no doubt.
2: one of the four all of the four or half of the four
0: jillio was the first time you had north carolina barbecue Eastern or Lexington style. Uh, my freshman year in NC State, what, I, uh, fall of '93. What did you think?
1: Um, I am a big fan of vinegar and mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of crushed red pepper. So those two things uh, on meat, yes, I'm sold. I mean, now did
0: you understand as a New Jersey boy how smoked meat worked? Right? Like, Not really. But so the chopped
1: part or the smoked part? Yeah. Were you I concerned
0: wasn't... that there was some pink in there? Um, no. Okay. No. Okay. I wasn't picky though. Ah, well, you're in you college. I mean, yeah. You're gonna eat what you're gonna eat. Well. Somebody left a review for Cooper's Barbecue in downtown Raleigh. Long-time barbecue establishment. Uh, they're in a newer location now. They used to be in a... Yeah. I kind of miss the old spot. I mean, how do you not? I miss the old spot. But regardless, somebody left a Google review for Cooper's Barbecue. Worst customer service I ever had in my life. Mm. Barbecue was very pink and had lots of fat in it. Now, chili, <laughs> isn't that a feature? <laughs> Listen... <laughs> Try tell go... me you don't know
1: what you're ordering, right. but without telling me you don't know right. what you're ordering.
0: So try to go back and tell them that I either want my won't, won't my money back. Won't my money back. Clearly meant Typos happen all It's time. fine. Dude, just probably hammered out on a phone. I want my money back or something else they refused to do either. After I called the COPS, all-cap COPS, Whoa. up Whoa. there, they Whoa. gave me one piece of chicken in a bag and said, keep the plate. COPS said I can file a civil lawsuit or civil suit with the courts. Worst food ever. Cheese not even melted on the mac and cheese. She posted a photo. Now, in her defense, the mac and cheese it it, it might have been at the end of the day mac and cheese. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure the mac and cheese is good, but you still don't go to Cooper's for the for mac the mac, mac and cheese. cheese. You're right. You get the hush puppies, Mike. Gosh, you get the hush puppies. Fastball. You get the slaw, you get the barbecue, obviously. Yes. But pork rinds if if you oh, really boy, need pork rinds something, are good. but so, Cooper has responded on Google with, It's extremely laughable and sad you think this is an issue to call the cops over. You took a cop's time that may have needed to be on an important call to complain because the barbecue was smoked, i.e. pink. Furthermore... You were given chicken to replace your barbecue and told you could keep the perfectly good barbecue thought was raw because you were so ignorant to the fact that barbecue turns pink when smoked and you wouldn't listen to us trying to explain that to you. You were given that chicken before you left and then you called the cops sad, sad, sad. Now, I'm sitting here thinking, come on. Is this for real? Well, the head cook, Mr. Pitmaster... Daniel Jessup tweeted at us, I am the head cook at Clyde Cooper's Barbecue. <laughs> and yes, that lady did actually call the cops oh because gosh. of the smoked barbecue, which gets us to the most important part of this conversation. Have we contacted our friend Brian we Murphy have, at WRAL? Is,
1: you can get access to 911 calls. So if she called 911, mm-hmm. I, I, we, we have a legal right to it. But what if Now, she, if she called, like, some, called some sort of cop. police hotline... I don't, but she, she doesn't sound that rational. She, 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 you would like think she literally she called nine one one. You would think
0: so. Does if Murph doesn't get this nine one one call, right?
1: He's on the hook for this. yes.
0: What Murphy, dude? We need this badly. I got to hear the nine one one call of a woman saying, "My barbecue was raw." Well, ma'am, what's wrong with your barbecue? It was pink. Well, it's barbecue. <laughs> this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like, look, man. Shout out This is somebody who moved here To North I moved to North Carolina sure. You moved to North Carolina But once you walked
1: in You probably thought If you're not from here You use barbecue You think Oh maybe they have ribs That's what I thought yeah. too yeah, But yeah. I
0: learned quick shout out to the people who saw this story and i tweeted out the screen grabs today and it was like okay it's official north carolina's full nobody else can move here which haha funny but obviously that's not gonna be the case so a proposal Mm -hmm. what we need is to develop a brochure for people who do move here you've crossed the state line you know how do you use google maps Mm -hmm. now google maps will like announce to you hey welcome to north carolina when you've entered into the state's borders. Yeah, this, this has YouTube video by us written all over it. So what needs to happen is that when you when when you cross into North Carolina, like your map app should then ping you like, hey, two things you got to keep so in mind. So we just have to pay Google yes. to distribute our video. They'll take our money. Yeah. Basically, two things will happen. It'll pop up saying, hey, if somebody says bless your heart, they're actually knifing you in the back with an insult. Yes. And... The meat is supposed to be pink because it's smoked. Raleigh-Durham's an airport. Yes, that too. That's an important feature as well. Next up. three.
1: All right. Washington Commanders co-owners Joe, Dan, and Tanya Snyder have announced that they've hired Bank of America Securities to explore potential transactions involving the team. I saw this pop up earlier today, Joe, and I thought, all right, finally, Dan Snyder's going to sell the Washington football team but
0: Eh, not so fast Not so fast not so fast
1: according to a commander's spokesperson the Snyders remain committed to the team all of its employees and its countless fans to putting the best product on the field and continuing the work set to set the gold standard for workplaces in the NFL there's no way that release came out with a straight face right that's missing the sarcasm font from what we know about Daniel Snyder The gold standard for workplaces. Does he mean the gold club? (laughs) What is he
0: talking about? Well, maybe Dan Snyder saw what the Brooklyn Nets have been doing this (laughs) week and thought, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa." Wait, we can hire those people? This is my, (laughs) hey, these are my corners. I'm (laughs) the one who takes the credit for the terrible work. I'm the one who has the toxic headlines, okay? I'm taking back my corners. Maybe that's what Daniel Snyder was doing. Look, man, the amount of – look, I feel I feel bad for people who have been Washington football fans for a long time, and Dan Snyder, Snyder has essentially run that organization in the ground, and it's gotten so bad that other owners are openly saying, you are bad for business. And I am convinced that Snyder will see the reaction to the potential sale of the of the football – of the commanders and go, wait, this would make you happy? No, I refuse. I refuse to sell the team in order to make you happy. Make him richer, though. I mean,
1: $800 million initial investment in 99 is now worth more than $5.5 billion.
0: But here's the thing, man. Even with his awful management. I don't think Snyder cares about the money. I don't don't know, Joe. When somebody
1: offers to pay more than five times for an item that you've held for 23 years, Mm -hmm. I would imagine you consider it.
0: Next up. Number two. I mentioned the Nets who are trying to take that crown of worst organization. uh, And they just keep adding to the circus uh, in Brooklyn. So they fired Steve Nash yesterday, which is probably more like a sweet release for Steve Nash. Yeah. Okay. If I had to guess, like, oh, you're, you're telling me you don't want me to deal with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant anymore? You Don't want me to manage end game situations.
1: Oh, you! I wasn't doing that before. Yeah, That's
0: fine. There's that. There's that too. Okay. So,
1: or you got that? Sorry, I had to give him
0: one on the way out. All right. So, there's <laughs> any number of people out there that you could hire, right? Correct. Uh, I know. who No, I know who we need to get. No, they're they're going to make Kyrie the player coach. Oh, that would be even. That would be the only thing that could top it. <laughs> now, apparently, according to various reports, they are close to hiring Ime Udoka who was suspended by the Boston Celtics at the beginning of the season for an inappropriate relationship uh, that, if you read the stories and the reports, essentially crossed over into sexual harassment based on what you can kind of pick up what they're putting down. And you know how you can tell that the Boston Celtics were not necessarily enamored with the idea of him coming back or maybe even had no intention of bringing him back when the suspension, the year-long suspension wrapped up? They technically could hold out for a trade yes he's under contract Mm -hmm. he's just under suspension and typically if another team wants your coach while under contract there has to be some level of compensation compensation draft picks monetary compensation like sean payton right in the nfl like right now if you want to hire him well you're gonna have to give the saints something of the way that worked out this with john gruden yep back in the day first round pick no the celtics said oh you want
1: him it's fine you can take him so he was an assistant for the nets yes Before he was hired by the Celtics last year, he leads the Celtics to the NBA Finals last year. And then on the eve of the NBA season, starting this year, he gets suspended for the whole year for the inappropriate relationship. And now the Nets are like, okay, cool. We have Kyrie Irving, who's out here promoting Alex Jones. He's out Mm -hmm. here promoting anti-Semitism. We're not going to suspend him. We're Mm -hmm. not going to do anything to him. We're going to fire the coach. That's a little bit backwards thinking. And now we're going to go back and get a guy who has some questionable practices in his own personal
0: life. Speaking of Kyrie Irving, Sean Marks, the general manager of the Brooklyn Nets, met with the media yesterday and uh, basically let everybody know what's going on with Kyrie. Here's what he had to say.
2: I'm completely empathetic to what's going on here. I'm I'm certainly not proud of the situation we find ourselves in. You know, um, I, I would like to turn, you know, ESPN or the TV on and not find you talking about us, you know, in, in that manner. To be quite frank, you know, I'd like to get back to basketball. I think that's what our players would like to get back to. They'd like to focus on the things that are important here, and and that's competing at the highest level and uh, and, and playing basketball games. So, um, you know, as it pertains to Kyrie, I mean, we are having discussions. Like that's it's been mentioned, you know, um, some internal, some external discussions. You know, I, I know from the highest levels, you know, we are involved with. The ADL and getting um, and getting their advice and and, and just hopefully um, they can advise us.
0: So that's Sean Marks. We uh, are talking about the um, the ADLs. Oh, no, it's not Anti defamation League, league. Ant- Anti defamation yeah. And now, okay. So is, is Kyrie gonna gonna talk? Is he gonna apologize? Is he, oh, he's, he's never gonna apologize. But they they should have suspended him. Well, the Alex sh- Jones stuff enough
1: on its own yeah. was suspendable. And I know you don't like it when I tell you about the, the section of the world where I'm from, mm-hmm. but he is from – Kyrie Irving's from New Jersey. Yeah. And, you know, to, to go against – to promote any part of Jones's work mm-hmm. and the despicable nature of his work with the Sandy Hook massacre and for him from that part of the country to do that, you, you can't do that. You yeah. simply can't. And, and he should have been suspended for that. Then he doubles down on the anti-semi- anti-Semitism – Promotion of a film that is just—it's—it's—it—it it, it, it fabricates a quote from Adolf Hitler, in yes. it for goodness' well, sake, like that's how
0: bad it, it is. Fabricates several quotes, right? Uh, not just from Hitler, but pr- basically promoting this idea that Jews are running the world. Okay, which gets to Kyrie Irving, the intellectual. Like, look, the faux fo- Ky- intellectual, Ky- Kyrie Irving. We all—he's a poser. I've said this several several times, and yes, he is a poser. Kyrie Irving reminds me of the guy that you meet in college who read one book and he felt like he was the one who discovered the true meaning of what's going on with history. Like, yo, you don't know about what's really going on. And when you challenge him on things, he then breaks down. He cannot actually get into the conversation he says he wants to get into. That's what happened with Nick Friedle of ESPN when he got challenged. Like, hey, man, you're promoting this movie and you tweeted it out. He's like, I didn't promote it. He's like, well, you retweeted it. I'm just putting it out there. It's classic faux intellectualism that cannot be handled by people like him. He just doesn't have the bandwidth for it, and this is why the Nets are keeping him from talking to the media. Here's Sean Marks on the fact that you won't be hearing from Kyrie anytime soon. He did not do media
2: last night. He's not going to do media tonight. And you know, at some point, he will come up here and, and, and do media again. But I think at this point, it's it's you know we we don't want to cause more fuss right now more interaction with people like let's let him simmer down and let's let this whole uh i guess let's the cooler minds prevail and i think we need to go out and become you know educate ourselves educate the whole group and and get some direction seek from the experts you know and and the experts is you know
1: one of them is certainly the adl why not just say you're acquiescing to kyrie yet again
0: yes Because you're chasing
1: a championship that you're never going to win with those two players. Mm -hmm. And sorry to lump Kevin Durant into that, but you'll never win with those two players.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought up Kevin Durant because there's really two main things from this story that I haven't really been comfortable talking about because it is a very delicate story. It's a very delicate conversation about anti-Semitism, which is a worldwide issue, but then you can drill it down into the dynamics of... Jewish Americans and African Americans, Mm -hmm. and all of the falsehoods that are promoted to essentially create hatred between the communities, okay? That's a really delicate issue that, honestly, a lot of us are not equipped to talk about. But I am equipped to talk about this. Conspiracy theories. And there's one consistency with all conspiracy theories. The easiest thing, it's like conspiracy theaters, Conspiracy theories for starters usually get down to the Jewish cabal that's running the world and everything else. And the media. That is the starter. And it shows you again where Kyrie's brain is rotten. Kyrie's broken. His brain is broken because he believes in conspiracy theories once you start going down that path man there is no coming back and nobody really wants to have an honest conversation about it this is a guy you said alex jones again that's conspiracy theories for starters it's conspiracy theories for dummies not you know hating on jewish is a conspiracy theory for dummies and it's easy to pinpoint so the question going forward is at what point will this gets to the second part that i'm finding curious it's really easy to go after donald sterling Okay. Mm -hmm. It was really easy to get Robert Sarver out the paint. Okay. But at some point, we're going to have to bring the same energy to players who are being racist. Okay. Straight up. Other NBA players are going to have to look at Kyrie Irving and say, dude, we don't stand for that either. We don't stand for owners who act this way and are open about it. And we're not going to stand for a player who's openly flaunting these types of things being racist, anti Semitism some point, players are going to have to step on this. But, again, delicate issue in the NBA right now. Next up. The number one story of the day. We're number one. We're number one. So, college football playoff rankings, the initial ones, came out last night. As we all know, these things are going to change this weekend. However you can pick up on what I like to call the framework of the story that the College Football Playoff Committee likes to set on a day like yesterday. We'll explain next. But As I mentioned, the College Football Playoff rankings came out last night. Tennessee, number one, not Georgia, number two. Ohio State actually showed up at number two, then Georgia, and then a few eyebrows raised. As Clemson showed up at number four, Boo Corrigan, NC State's athletic director, he is the committee chair, and he highlighted what the focus of the selection committee, the committee, the what the the focus of what they were looking for in what they announced last night.
1: Really, what we're looking at is each individual team. Can it play in around strength of schedule? Mm-hmm. Sure, it can. But, but that's that's a metrics that's not looking at a specific conference or, or anything like that. We really do boil it down to what teams are we looking at? What games have they played? How did they play in those games? How is their offense? How is their defense? How are their special teams? In making sure that we come up with great right decisions.
0: So that's Boo Corrigan, NC State's athletic director, on 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 that. Here are some coaches who looked at the rankings last night and they are like, "Yeah, it, it doesn't matter." Like for instance, Dabo, hey, they're fourth. A lot of people didn't expect him to be fourth. Some people had him as high as seventh, honestly. But here's Dabo on the first rankings. They may come out tonight and say we're the number one team in America. Right? Ain't nobody going to give us a trophy for that.
2: Uh, so it just doesn't matter. And if they say you're the number 10 team in America, well, that doesn't matter either. Uh, you know, you know, it's it just doesn't. It really has no relevance at this point. Uh, so... Only thing that matters is is how we play uh, against Notre Dame.
0: That's uh, that's Dabo on the rankings. Here's Ryan Day. Ohio State ends up number two in the College Football Playoff rankings. He, he's also very much to the point. Don't matter right to be now. in the top four. Absolutely. Um, do I think it, it matters all that much right now? No. Well, what matters is beating Northwestern. So that's Ryan Day, Ohio State head football coach. Uh,
1: I'll, on that. I'll disagree on, on on their value. Now, the playoff doesn't start tomorrow. I get no. that. But where they've positioned some of these teams does matter. Mm -hmm. Because how would Clemson jump Alabama if they were behind them right now? They couldn't. How would Clemson jump both Big Ten teams if they were behind both Big Ten teams? They couldn't. They don't have that path. So I do think it's important that Clemson is number four in this initial ranking. I understand. There's a lot of football left. I understand. Clemson could lose between now and and Selection Sunday in the ACC Championship game. You know, at the beginning of the year, if I told you, hey, you know, Clemson's going to have to beat Notre Dame, Miami, and North Carolina, you'd be like, and South Carolina, by the way. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, they could lose one of those games for sure. So,
0: we'll see. We're going to give out some Panthers football tickets tomorrow. At the game against the Detroit Lions, who Jilio, congratulations to Jilio, went undefeated with the 1991 Detroit Lions and Tecmo Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl. I'm proud it, of you. It was man. a big deal, man. I'm proud of you. It was a big deal. You I mean, were I've done that
1: with the Bills. I've done that with the Niners, the
0: do Eagles, it, but not, not the line. Do it with the Jets. Do it with the Patriots. <sighs> do it. Do it. Do it against a team. Do it with a team that you gotta play the Bills twice and in the postseason. Uh, Come on, Joe. <laughs> I,
1: know, I can't I can't run the table. Come on. I don't now. even think I can win the Super Bowl with them.
0: Period. You know what? It's only one way to find all out. Right. Can't do it with all that right, attitude. All right. But Jillio was so we put the, we put the video up on Facebook. I
1: was locked in, man. Not,
0: no, can't you, get that far. That's twenty it's games. Not, it's not that you're locked in. You were loud. Oh yeah. I, low, was I was turning the in. corner in the cubicle, and I thought that you got stabbed.
1: Like there seriously. were concerns coming down the hall. No,
0: line. I legitimately like. What did he say to Dennis that he got stabbed? Because I wouldn't put it past Dennis to stab you. Wow. So Whoa. I'm just wow. saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was aggressive. You might be right. I mean. <laughs> All that Watchmen he's probably read? He's, how many times have you read Watchmen? Oh, at least twice. Yeah, that's a guy who's going to stab you. I've read a lot of Daredevil. Yeah, he's going to stab you. So, point is that we had people coming around the office, like Lori. Lori, who doesn't bother anybody. She's like in production. She just kind of keeps, she just hangs out. She came around the corner concerned. Because you're like, ah, oh, oh, ah. Those are the noises you were making. Shelby. Shelby's trying to do some work. She comes around the corner. She's like, Are you okay? Like it's like a cat's getting strangled back here. And then, you know, what was it? Like you missed a field gun. You're like, ah These are the noises you were making. I, I did miss a field gun.
1: Right. And was, that's the noise you made. It was tough.